didn't do it messed up this time. <laughs> nope. You got it all set. So, and, uh, yeah, so I figured, uh, you know, we'll talk a little SmackDown. You know, I mean, you know, you, I mean, we went over a little bit of the things saying PAPW, so I'll talk a little bit about PAPW and, you know, last night's card, <laughs> which was good. It's probably one of the best uh, indie shows that they've had that I've seen in a long time. Bob. Okay. Anyway, good evening, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here on TalkShoe.com, Google Podcast, I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. Joining me every week as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best Hey, Triv. Sorry, Mike. No. The, the phone that I record the show on just went crazy on me. I never had the sound on on this phone. And for whatever reason, I just started to get all kinds of notifications. And I don't know, maybe you'll hear it on a playback. You know, my, my Woody Woodpecker, you know, notification went off. And I'm like, wait a minute, no. But how are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. If everybody notices, uh, today there's no volume issues today. That's because Trivia made Trivia smartened up and actually turned the volume up on his phone. So <laughs> that was my issue last week. I didn't realize that I had the volume turned down on my phone. That's why Greg couldn't hear me. So yeah, but everything's that off. should have that should only have affected you hearing me, not me hearing you. Well, I I turned the volume up and then restarted it, and now. You said you were hearing me fine, so I figured that was the issue. Oh, okay. But we're back and everything's okay, so. But uh, Friday Night SmackDown, what'd you think? Uh, I mean, it was all right. I mean, it wasn't anything that blew me away. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, you know, I mean, we're getting, we're getting uh, each, you know, match and segment, you know, with nuts and bolts, but I mean... It was okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't really a a great show. I mean, it was. I can't say it was a it was a usual Friday SmackDown because Friday SmackDown Friday Night SmackDowns are usually quite good. It was just an all right show. Yeah. And uh, it was just a thing where. You know, they've got another probably, I think, four and a half more weeks before Extreme Rules. Well, no, not four and a half weeks, because Extreme no. Rules is on a Sunday. So it would be five weeks. Five weeks. September 26th will be Extreme Rules, and um, that's that should be a, an interesting pay-per-view as well, providing, you know, like you said... Have the, that's the name of the pay-per-view, have some Extreme Rules matches. Oh, I'm sure they'll have some, but in my opinion, if you're going to name a pay-per-view Extreme Rules, there should be an Extreme Rule for every match. Not just a couple, oh, yeah. not just a couple Extreme Rules matches. Right. I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that aspect. Hopefully they'll, uh, so hopefully they'll fuse will carry on into this pay per view and maybe Survivor Series and maybe further on. Well, we don't know what they're going to do yet. Right. 
So, but uh, it was nice to see Becky Lynch start off the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it is it my was it my eyesight or has she gotten hotter? Um, I, I don't know. Some people, you know, when they become mothers, just get a certain glow about her. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I thought it was it was actually nice to see her um, start off the show for a minute. There, I thought with all the with all the lady wrestlers that were coming out, I thought they were gonna have the whole locker room out there pretty soon. Well, Everybody just coming, yeah. just kept coming out. I mean, that pretty much was close to the whole locker room. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, too, yeah. for what they have right now on SmackDown, I mean, they didn't have, um, you know, Natalia and Tamina. Um, don't know what's going on with Sasha Banks. And then, you know, they introduced Naomi later in the show. Yep. And then, I mean, what do they have? Tony Storm is technically on SmackDown, but has been on one show, and that's it. So, right. I mean, you knew you weren't going to see Bailey because she's injured. So, yeah. So, yeah, but uh, you know, like I said, it was actually—I uh, I thought it was a good opening segment to the show. So, I mean, if you want to get into talking about some of the matches. Yeah, well, I mean, we can just go off of, I mean, you're already talking about the beginning, so let's just yeah, I mean, keep we, on going with that. Right I mean, I thought, I thought Becky Lynch come out, you know, got right to the point, you know, she's a SmackDown Women's Champion, and I think she's going to do whatever she can to hold on to this title as, as long as possible now, because like she said... Before she was just fighting for herself. Now she's fighting for a lot more than that. Right. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be hard to, to take her out now. Yeah, but so. I, I mean, I know that there have been reports that said Becky Lynch was coming back as a heel. And she kind of tried the heel thing. With the, you know, I don't, you know, I apologize for absolutely nothing. And then the crowd cheered. Um, do you think that they're going to be able to pull off her being a heel? Um, yeah, because she'll have to do something really dastardly. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, but yeah, is, I mean, but is her popularity so so high that it doesn't matter what she does to whoever she does it to, they're still going to cheer. That's what yeah. I'm afraid of. It's going to be one of those uh, heels that you you love to hate, you know? Mm -hmm. You're going to be cheering for her and, you know, you want her to go bad. And it's like... Yeah, because even when she said things that normally would garner booze, they cheered for her. Yeah. You know, when the EST asked her for a match right then and there, she just said, no, dropped her mic and walked out of the ring to cheers. Nobody mm -hmm. booed her for not accepting a match or anything. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I... I this might be one of those things where I just, I don't know if the audience is going to buy her being a heel. 
And right, if they're going to continue a, a storyline between her and Bianca, they may want to turn Bianca heel. Yeah, that's going to be kind of... Well, I don't know. I think they have a better... I think they have more success with Bianca as a heel. Yeah. Than they would, than they would Becky Lynch. I think, I think the WWE Universe will buy into that better. Yeah. I mean, you know, Becky Becky Lynch's popularity is so high. I mean, she can, you know, hit, hit somebody over the head with a chair 15 times it would garner boost from the crowd and they'd cheer for more. Right. So, yeah, so that's going to be interesting to see what they're gonna, how they're going to play out her character. Yeah. I mean, maybe so. some type of confrontation where she comes up on the bad end with somebody in SmackDown that the crowd really likes or really loves to to garner some heat. But I don't I don't see anybody on the SmackDown roster, definitely in the women's side, that's that over with the audience right now. Other than Bianca Belair. Right. I mean, maybe Liv Morgan. I mean, she she got the louder cheer of any of the other three that came out. Carmella, you know, um, Zelina Vega, um, and that was that was the only part of that match that was that was weird. Um, you had the four of them. You had two face, two heel, and the two heel got knocked out first, and you had a two face, you know, going up against right. each other. Um, yep. I mean, what'd you think of the match? I gave it a, I gave it a C. Okay. I mean, it was, it was about what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing great, nothing ho-hum. It was just, you know, what I expected. Yeah, I mean, I gave it a C plus for the match. Um, I mean... The unpredictability of the final two being Bianca Belair against Liv Morgan um, was why I gave it that little extra to a C plus. I I assumed when there's the four of them, it was going to be Mella and Bianca and Bianca will call her um, as the final two. But um, but why did they? Why is why hasn't Zelina Vega been fired yet? Or at I least don't know. or at least benched? I have no idea. I mean it's like the crowd doesn't I mean she doesn't even get booed. She doesn't get cheered. She's just there. I know there's no reaction. There's no crowd reaction at all when she comes right, out. Right, like cause nobody likes her enough to cheer her and nobody hates her enough to boo her. Right. I don't know. And well, I don't don't know what to tell you with that one. I mean, so yeah. And then after that, they had a, that little segment um, where Paul Heyman had tried going into uh, Roman Reigns' locker room and and he couldn't open the door for whatever reason. Then Jay and Jimmy came out and were kind of quizzing him as to. You know, kind of conspiracy that maybe Heyman knew Lesnar was there, and 
you know, as to who really sent Jay and Jimmy to the back because then that left Roman Reigns by himself out there to confront Brock Lesnar. I know. I don't, I mean, was that necessary to do that? And then in the same show, show the new Bloodline t-shirt that had all four of them in it? Uh, that, I don't. Didn't make no, sense. no, maybe maybe next week after Paul Heyman has kind of did what he did at the end of the show and showed that he was truly with Roman Reigns, you know, his tribal chief and not Brock Lesnar. Then next week you have them come out with the new Bloodline shirt. That's right. just the timing of that seemed very weird to me. Yeah, because like we discussed earlier, um, when we, when I had to visit when we had to visit earlier, you know, you got to go with the shirts now because they probably made thousands and thousands of them. And if they have him go with Brock Lesnar, then you're just going to waste all that time and effort and money with the shirts that they already made. Right. So now I didn't notice the shirt though. Was Naomi on it or no? No. She's not part no, of the bloodline. Okay. Oh, okay. No. Alrighty. They haven't introduced her into the storyline or anything at all. I mean... Not yet. I wonder no. if they will. I don't think so. Not now. She would have been on the shirt. They would have done it and they would have put her on the shirt. Right. You know, Tamina's not on the shirt. I mean... She's part of the bloodline, isn't she? Yeah, she's uh never lady. Yeah. So I mean And then they had the uh Cesaro Chad Gable match. Um do you want to go first? Yeah, this match was kind of uh uh how do I want to say um It wasn't really good. <laughs> a bad show, a bad match, but it really wasn't something that I was getting behind. I mean, I I really like the new uh, Otis gimmick. I thought you didn't. You were making fun of it. No, I'm starting to like it now. Okay. Because it's, it's getting them tougher and and everything else, and it's just the thing where. You know, I, I think there might be something going on later on eventually with Chad Gable and and Otis where you might see a, a, a turn. You might see a, a, an Otis turn. Again? Yeah, I think I, I think we might see that. I hope not. I'm, I'm tired of it. You know, you got to give them time to really be a face or a heel. I mean, he's not right. hes not that good of a character that you can keep changing him back and forth. Yep. What's up, Matty? Hey, we're being, we're, we're being uh, joined there in, uh, on Facebook Live by the best ring announcer in indie wrestling, Mr. Matt DeCourt. How's it going, Matt? Glad you could join in. Join us today. 
um, my whole thing about this was, I mean, obviously, I mean, Cesaro and Gable were, were you know, fine in the ring, but then Otis had to get involved um, before the final forearm to end the end the match. Um, but it wasn't too long ago that Cesaro was feuding with Seth Rollins and then challenged Roman Reigns for the Universal title. Now he's losing a match to Chad Gable. I know. Okay. That's, that, make, that makes no sense. I mean, they're, built, they're booking Cesaro, you know, like pound for pound, the strongest guy in the WWE. And he's got the talent. He's already had the, the title match with um, Roman Reigns, which I thought he did a good job yeah. in the match. I mean, <coughs> they're, 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 they're Chad Gable, so. Yeah, so I, I just confused as to is this, I'm not going to say punishment to Cesaro, but was this because they consider Cesaro now in that category that he can job or sell to somebody that you want to make look stronger? I don't know. I don't know what else, what other reason they could have done that um, right. other than to allow him to get beat down and quote-unquote squashed by Otis. Yep. I know. That just, that, uh, I, I, I can't figure that out. Yeah. So I don't know why they did that. Matt the court says, hi guys, missed you, missed you guys earlier. Hope you got my video. Where did it, where did he say hi guys? It says, sorry I missed you guys earlier. Hope you get my video. Okay. I, 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 I just saw the guys there. Yeah, I saw the video, Matt. Hopefully, uh... Hopefully Greg saw it as well. No, I didn't. Oh. No, I haven't... I haven't seen anything. I didn't... I haven't been on my phone all day till now. Oh, okay. So... But, we'll, but I will uh, check it out. I apologize. So, yeah, but like I said, you know, the the Chad Gable thing. I mean, he's he's a good wrestler. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. He's a good scientific wrestler. Yep. And, but I just don't, I mean, I don't see him and Otis, you know, challenging for the tag titles or anything. They, they just... You know, it makes it look like he's just going to be the enforcer for Chad Gable, so to speak. So. I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm tired of them putting tag teams together just to break them up. Right. You know, leave them together. Let them be what they are. You know, yeah. a good wrestler with, with Gable and a powerful man with Otis. And no, Matt, I did not get to see... Um, the Rumble of Paradise. Unfortunately, it just I just wasn't able to watch it last night. Um, then after that, um, Caleb Braxton was outside talking about Brock Lesnar, and and a very very nice car pulled up, and who stepped out of it? But Happy Corbin. Um, the, the name might be silly, but 
I think the character is going to do very well. Um, I, I liked the segment. He came to the ring, tried to buy Big E's Money in the Bank briefcase for, you know, first it was, what, $10,000, and he went all the way up to $100,000. Um, but then it, he didn't care because all of a sudden he's rich. He struck it big in Vegas. Yeah. So I thought that was the perfect setting to get down and out Baron Corbin out of his rut and back on his winning ways. I, I actually liked that segment. Yep, I thought it was, I, I mean, it was, to me it was funny, but it was what they needed to do. You know, and when you first when you first mentioned the happy Corbin the happy Corbin gimmick to me before, I thought it was just going to be something that they were going to make a big joke out of. Right. But I think I, I think it's going to work for him. You know, his wife took him back. I mean, he's got the fifty thousand dollar watch, the three thousand dollar, eight thousand dollar suit, the two thousand dollar shirt. You, you know. Yeah. But. We'll see whether we'll see if his abilities in the ring change any. No, I mean, why would it? I mean, his abilities in the ring weren't bad, weren't bad at all. I'm just uh, wondering if they're going to continue this feud with him and Big E, um, with him trying to get the briefcase from Big E. Still, yeah, you know, if he's not going to buy it from him, maybe try and fight him for it or, or something. Okay, I can see it. I mean, they're good. I, I can see them trying to do that. Yep. Then after that, we had a tag match of Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Robbie Robert Rude. Um, I was disappointed with this match. I was expecting so much more. Um, I mean, Ziggler and Rude. Are, are very good in the ring, and they, they worked very well together. <sighs> Nakamura and Boogs, I mean, maybe it just wasn't the same. Right. Because Pat McAfee wasn't there, and, you know, you didn't see him dancing on the on the uh, announcer's table. Um, but it just, it, it was missing something. Um, I, I mean, I gave it a right. deep, I gave it a D plus. Yep. I gave, I gave it a C minus only because I can't see anybody like Rick Boogs who really doesn't have very much wrestling skills or talent pinning somebody like Dolph Ziggler. And I mean if if the match was if the match ended with Nakamura pinning either Rude or Ziggler then, okay, it would have been great because the match would have been a little higher for me, for grade-wise. But it looks like Boogs is that kind of guy that wants to get into the wrestling business, but I don't know if he's going to make it. He's, he's Elias with an electric guitar. Yeah. It's gonna, and it took Elias a, a a bit of time that he showed that he was able to do anything in the ring. Um, but I I think that that's kind of where Rick Boogs is in the beginning 
when Elias was annoying piece of shit. And that's what I consider Rick Boogs. Oh, okay. Alrighty. After that, there was a little backstage segment with Dominic and Rey Mysterio where kind of Rey Mysterio was the Papa Bear letting the little bear go off alone. Um, as he told him it's his time to focus on his singles career. Um, and he was in a match against Sami Zayn. Um, kind of, I didn't know who he was going to face. I, I assumed, I, I didn't know who it was going to be. And then it wound up being Sami Zayn. Um, and it was, I mean, it was an okay match. Um, Sami Zayn did get the win, um, which was the right thing to do. It's not time for Dominic to start dominating on a roster. He's got to have some growing pains, um, yeah. which I think eventually will be him getting advice from his dad and more advice from his dad and more advice from his dad and then him turning his back on his dad saying, listen, you know, what you're telling me to do isn't working. I've got to do this on my own. And then yeah. that'll be the first confrontation that'll lead into, once again, the eventual double cross, and then they'll be feuding his father and son. Oh, so you, so eventually you'll see a match. You think we'll see a match between Dominic and Ray? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I gave this now, match I order... gave this match a C. Yeah. I gave, I gave it a C. Uh, I gave it like a. I, I, I'm gonna go probably with a C, with a, a C minus because I mean, like you said, you didn't know who he, who he was gonna wrestle, and Sami Zayn, who I consider is a is a good talent. Yeah. Sami Zayn can wrestle. Yep. But you know, beating Dominic Mysterio was I think was kind of like a given for him. You know, you don't want him losing to Sami Zayn. Like you said, you don't want... They don't want Dominic Mysterio dominating the roster right now. You know, let him do... Let him go up against somebody like a Sami Zayn and look good, but still lose. Right. And I can see... Uh, I can see maybe one more match between them two and see where Dominic goes from there. And maybe a couple against either Ziggler or Rude... Uh, yeah. Maybe throwing Apollo in there if he's not going to be back yep. in the you know the picture. These these established heels, um, right. and, and let you know let Dominic go on a little bit of a losing spree, and you know, I think that's the way it's gonna it's gonna go. But but make him look pretty good. Oh yeah yeah, but yeah, just not just get... not not good enough. Right. You know, when you get to just that close, and then you lose. Right. So, I can see that. And then after that, we had the championship celebration. Um, I mean, during the show, they had a, you know, like a backstage, I don't even want to say ramp by Edge and Rollins. Um I don't. I don't know. Do you have anything to say about either one of those? No, I'm just. I mean, I. I don't want to see another Edge Rollins match. I mean, I. I, 
think we might because it didn't seem to me like I mean Edge quote unquote moved on from Rollins and wants to get back in the WWE Universal Championship title hunt. Right. Rollins didn't seem to me as convinced that he was done with Edge. Like he still looked and came across to me that you know what? I think he's still going to wind up going after Edge, which could turn into something at Extreme Rules. Oh, Trivia just froze. Oh, no, he's I'm, back. Oh, wait, I'm no, right here. You froze on my end. Oh, you froze on my end. Oh, okay. But I just oh. think that that's going to lead to something that will turn into a match at Extreme Rules. I, I don't know. I just got that feeling. Yep. So, and then, like you said, championship celebration. I mean, I didn't get to see the whole thing, but why not? I, I don't know. Do you think? Do you think Finn Balor is the right one to go against Roman Reigns right now? Well, my 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 rebuttal to that is who else? Yeah. Well, you've got you've got the two guys we just mentioned, Edge and Rollins. Okay, so you want Edge and Roman Reigns again? I I wouldn't mind seeing Edge and Roman Reigns again, but I would probably be more interested in seeing Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Yeah, but that's that's Down yeah that's road. that's not going to happen yet. Yeah, that, that's probably down the road. Yeah. I would probably say probably not until maybe early next year. Yeah, if that, yeah. If Roman's still champion. Right. So. But yeah, I mean, you know, we talked earlier today about um, with John Cena and how he's, how he's out there making a movie again and making another movie. And Finn Balor said that he's going to deal with the John Cena situation later on. Right. I mean, I can't, I can't see how he's going to deal with the situation if John Cena's not going to be around. Well, I mean, John Cena didn't say that he was never going to be back. Right. I mean, and Finn Balor, I mean, John Cena hasn't retired. John Cena will be back in, in a WWE ring again. It's just, it'll be later. I mean, whether that's surprise entry in the Royal Rumble next year and then does a brief campaign through WrestleMania and we see Cena, Finn Balor, Balor, Finn Balor at WrestleMania. Who, who knows? Um, but do you, also, do you also think maybe we could see that as early as Survivor Series? No. No? No. No. So probably, so probably early 2022... Is when they'll probably get that thing kicked off. Possibly, yeah. I don't think it'll be earlier than that. Um, but I know we had been, we had also talked. Um, you know, they had their celebration, and you know, so right now it kind of it's kind of lined up where you know Finn Balor wants to be next, and then beyond that, I mean, Edge still wants to be a Universal Title picture, and then Rollins is is there. Where does that leave Brock Lesnar? 
Um, did Brock Lesnar really come back to WWE to challenge Roman Reigns? Or does Brock Lesnar really want to be the king of the mountain and hold the WWE championship? Because you also got to remember one thing. There's rumors rolling around out there that The Rock may show up at Survivor Series. And WWE may want to start a campaign where it's going to eventually be Roman Reigns versus The Rock. So, I mean, you, you got to try and think where does Brock Lesnar fit into all this? Is it really on SmackDown going against Roman Reigns? I don't know. I'm not 100% convinced of that. And if it's not, could, Roman, could it be that Brock Lesnar just came out to tell people, hey, I'm back? Yeah, was it more of a confrontation geared at Paul Heyman than at Roman Reigns. Right. Because he didn't do anything. Yeah, he stared down Roman Reigns. But it's not like he went out there and went after Roman Reigns. It was a physical altercation. Right. Sorry, I got If anything, he went after John Cena. Well, that was afterwards. Afterwards, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, your overall grade for SmackDown. What do you think? I mean, C to C plus. Yeah. I mean, the I best, agree. the best two parts of the show were, well, maybe not the best two, but the best parts of the show had nothing to do with wrestling. Right. You know, oh, and, and in the end of the show, when it was Finn Balor against Reigns and the Usos, who came down to the ring? The Street Profits. Yep. Setting up the Street Profits versus Usos, which I think will be the tag team match of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh by far. I definitely, I definitely... Do agree with you on that? And, and on that. yeah, this could definitely be a feud um, that goes through the rest of the year, as yep. far as the SmackDown tag team titles. Yep. Alrighty, everybody. Now we got the, the SmackDown out of the way. It's my my, my time to, for the favorite part of my favorite part of the show. My time to the, the my favorite part. Yes. Trim is back. It's time for my favorite part of the show. I hope it's everybody else's favorite that's tuning in. It's Nuggies News. So, Greg, take it away. All right, Triv. Um, lots to talk about today. First thing we're going to talk about is, you know, everybody was buzzing about the return of Becky Lynch and Brock Lesnar. Um, didn't show too much in the ratings for Monday Night Raw. But it showed huge for the ratings for SmackDown as the first hour of SmackDown drew almost 2,950,000 people for the first hour. Almost 3 million. Um, the second hour was a bit lower, but it had an average of like 2.85 for the two hours, um, which is huge for a Friday night. 
Um, so there were definitely a lot of people tuning in to see if and what Becky Lynch and or Brock Lesnar was going to say. It was advertised ahead of time that Becky Lynch was going to be on SmackDown. It was rumored that Brock Lesnar was going to be there. Obviously, he wasn't. Um, a little news um, about where some former um, WWE released superstars um, may be headed or may be doing. Um, the Iconics have officially renamed some stuff as Inspiration with two eyes, just like an Iconics. Um, Cassie Lee and Jesse McKay um, are still free agents. Um, speculation is they will eventually work for either AEW or Impact. Um, Impact is also rumored to be very interested and possibly have already signed two other former WWE stars. One is Buddy Murphy, and the other that they're even more convinced that he is on his way is one by the name of Braun Strowman. Um, he released a, a tweet on his own personal Twitter account that says, remember in life, if you're going to do something, make sure you make an impact. Carve your name in stone, hashtag Titan. So it is rumored that with that tweet, he is going to show up at Impact and his new ring name will be Titan. Um, okay. Not saying much, but if Impact is able to add the Iconics in their tag division and then also have already added Chelsea Green and a couple others, but also add Buddy Murphy and... Braun Strowman, they probably tripled their payroll and their attendance to their shows just by doing that. Right, and they'll and they'll have they'll have a ratings war with AEW. Yes. Um, last night, um, NWA had a I think it was NWA had a big Empower pay per view. It was exclusively um, to women. Um, they had a couple tag team title change, this and that. Um, but during the show, there was a surprise appearance in a competitor, Awesome Kong, who, after the match was over, said she's officially retiring from professional wrestling. So, I mean, I know she was one that, that came to WWE with high expectations, had tragedy, wound up getting pregnant, had a miscarriage, was never the same person, but she never even took one step up that ladder to try and try and, and get, you know, anywhere in the WWE. But, you know, we do wish her um the best in, in her future. Um that's old, that's old, that's old, that's old. What's this one? Oh. Um, 
Nah, I don't want to talk about Goldberg. You don't want to talk about Goldberg, right? Nah. nah you don't care. Nobody cares about Goldberg. He did um, release a tweet uh, about his injury um, and did make a comment that he was definitely going to be coming back strong. Um, so we'll, we'll just have to see that. I don't know. Have you seen reports that made it seem as Goldberg choked his own son at SummerSlam when he was kind of went to pick him up to get him off the mat after Lashley tossed him around? No. Yeah, I, 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 I read a report saying, you know, you know, in that same article, I didn't read the whole article, but it said Goldberg, you know, gives update on injury and why he choked his son at SummerSlam. I was like, I no. didn't know he did. Ah, really? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and I am going to do a, a little, little rant this week. Um, and it, it does have to do with WWE versus AEW. And this is, I mean, one thing that I'm tired of is people saying how much better AEW is than WWE. Right. And then people like myself defend WWE against AEW. I'm, I'm going to do my best to stop doing that. Okay. Because I don't, I mean, make fun of somebody that aren't as good as the New York Yankees or when the Pittsburgh Steelers last year were 11 and 0. I may, may make fun of somebody, but right. I, I'm not going to say you're an idiot and, and seriously mean it that you're a Red Sox fan and I'm a Yankees fan. Um, nope, folks, trivia is not in Louisiana. He was not just getting hit by Hurricane Ida winds. He was just adjusting his phone. So just calm down out there, folks. Just those of you that saw that. I was changing over my charger he, because... He is safely in Connecticut. He's not fighting those 159-mile-an-hour winds. Um, but I'm not going to get mad at you if you think that your team's better than mine. I'm just going to give stats as to why my team is better than yours. Maybe tease, you know, a win or a loss or a loss or a win. So I'm going to do my best to not do that with AEW. Right. Um, because having competition makes the product all around just better. You know, if you have nobody to compete against, you're watching you're watching the Harlem Globetrotters. You know, you're watching you know, the bucket of water go on a go on a ref and then he's grabs another bucket and he's chasing somebody else around and the guy's right in front of the audience and he throws the bucket and it's confetti. You could only see that so many times. So to have the competition is only going to help 
wrestling all in all. Because right. it's not only going to, it's going to trickle down. It's going to help independent wrestlers because you know what? You're not only trying to make it to only the WWE. You may be going, you may be looking to go to MLW, up to ROH, up to Impact, then to AEW and or WWE. So, you know, if you're out there and you're just going to try and kill me for being a WWE fan and tell me I'm an idiot, then I'm going to go back at you, but it isn't going to start for me. Okay. I can, de- I can definitely uh, agree with you on that. I mean, there's a lot. I just, sometimes I'll just laugh at somebody when they say, oh, you know, AEW's putting on a much better product than WWE. And blah, blah. You know, yeah, okay. But, but that's their opinion. Mm-hmm. I think watching bowling is stupid. I think going bowling isn't that fun. Where you thought bowling was awesome. I think golf is enjoyable. You don't like golf at all. You think it's like watching grass grow. I- I'm not going to make fun of you because you have a different opinion about it. Uh, that's true. Uh, there was a post there that says, I heard WWE is no longer going to do scouting in the indie circuits anymore. Right now, they're not. That, that's that been reported. Um, they're going to just right now feed off of what they already have um, through the Performance Center and NXT to, right. to feed the rosters. Okay. So, all right then. That was once again another uh, tremendous episode of Nuggies News. And thank you, thank you for the uh, the comment, Scott. What? Well, he asked about the indie wrestler thing. Oh. Okay. Yep. No problem, Scott. You didn't say who it was. You just said somebody. I wanted oh. to give the guy some credit. All right. Yeah. Well, Scott, Scott does know his, uh, Scott does know his wrestling. Scott and I have been around, uh, <laughs> talking wrestling just about as long as Jerry and I were back in the day. And, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I can, you know, I was sitting back last night watching Rumble in Paradise with Tony Black. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, well, I said, we've seen uh, Waves and Curls. We've seen Lucas Chase. I said to him, I, said, I wonder when we're going to get a chance to see Flash Waller on AE Dark. AEW Dark. I, I think that would be something pretty pretty big to see something like that. I mean, he was, you know, getting into a little bit of Rumble in Paradise. Um, um, going over a little bit of Rumble in Paradise. Unfortunately, you know, Greg was unable to see it. I, I think uh, Matt DeCourt is going to work on sending Greg the link so he can see Rumble in Paradise, the entire show from beginning to end. 
Um, but it started out with a memorial with Mario Mancini and Paul Roma in the ring and all the wrestlers from, from uh, Paradise Alley surrounding the ring. And um, they paid tribute to Big Jimmy Anderson with the big with the ten bell salute. Right. And then, and then they had the first match, which was um, Kylon King with an open challenge for the Intercontinental Championship. Flash Waller came out, and they just tore the house down. I gave that match an A plus all the way. And I know that would have been a match that Greg would have definitely agreed on an A plus showing for that one. Um. Second match then they had was, uh, oh, let me guess what the second match was. I'm trying to remember. Was it one of the tag teams? Yeah, it was, um, thank you. It was Waves and Curls against, um, the House of Pain. Okay. Another good match. Waves and Curls were very, very close to ending the title reign of, the House of Pain, but the House of Pain retained again for the 723rd day that they've been PAPW Tag Team Champions. You know, they only had four matches last night, so, but they all lasted a long time. The third match, which I enjoyed immensely as well, was Richard Holiday going for the PAPW Championship against Matias. And... It, it was just a, a, a barn burner. It went both ways. Um, Richard Holiday got the three count, but his feet were on the ropes, and El Rep wow, came okay. out and pointed it and and pointed it out to referee Bill Thompson that his feet were on the ropes, and they restarted the match. And about ten seconds after they restarted the match, Matias with the roll up of death and. Oh, no. Not Matias, too. <laughs> and, then, and then it was the Rumble in Paradise match. Uh, 30, 30 of um, indie wrestlers all met in a Royal Rumble-style match. They started out with the first two competitors, and then every 90 seconds... Oh, it was 90? Okay. New, uh, yep, every 90 seconds, a new person came in. Um... Mario Mancini came in at 23rd, held his own there for a while. They came down to the last two. That's a great was, number, by the way, 23. Yeah. That's a great yeah. number. Yep. Which, and uh, down, Mario's, Mario's a Yankee fan. That's why I say that's a great number. Yep. yep. And um, it came down to the last two, which was Chris Battle and... Marcel Williams and Marcel eliminated Chris Battle, earning himself a PAPW championship match at Dieselmania against Matias. Um, it was it was a good rumble. It was a good show. The most touching part of the show was at the end when Matias came out and shook Marcel Williams' hand. He came out with the belt, and they talked for a minute, and then Matias took a t-shirt and laid it flat down on the ring, in the middle of the ring. It was a big Jim Anderson t-shirt. And then Matias took the belt and put it across the bottom part of the t-shirt. 
And they both did the prayer, knelt down, left the ring, and that's where it stayed until they cleaned up. And I thought that was a very emotional tribute yeah. to a man to a man who deserved it. And you know, like Mario said, he didn't want to talk about Jim Anderson last night. He wanted to talk about Jim Perella. And his his heart was a thousand times bigger than his body. He would always do anything for anybody in the wrestling business, out of the wrestling business. And, you know, I, I can't say it enough that, you know, the indie wrestling scene and the world lost a great guy. Yep. You're not going to find him like Jim Perella and, you know, may he rest in peace. So, yeah, so the next one, like I said, for Diesel Mania so is, uh, ooh, Wait a minute. Oh, no, okay, it's the 25th. I'm sorry. Woo. I was going to say, it can't be the same night as Extreme Rules. The Extreme Rules is on Sunday. Right. Um, so it will be September 25th at the JCC for Diesel Mania. That's kind of like their their WrestleMania. Right. Um, looking forward to, a, looking forward to a, a, a great show. And, um, yeah, we're going to have to get ready to end this pretty soon because my battery's at 25%. I don't want it shutting off in the middle. So, uh, so Greg, anything you want to add before uh, we close down? I mean, anything caught your eye for SmackDown or anything going to be on Raw this week? I haven't, seen, be- I haven't seen anything of note for, for Monday Night Raw. Yeah, neither have I except uh, Bobby Lashley versus Sheamus. And, really, who cares about that match? So, I don't think it's going to be that great. So, so with that being said, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. So, on behalf of the Nokesha Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report. Saying thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you all on Wednesday.